Welcome to Patient Stories. My name is Dr. Bertrand Liang, and these are episodes about some remarkable people whom I've met through the opportunity of being a physician. A short story of memories past but not present. Mr. J entered my clinic after seeing another neurologist for a second opinion given the intolerance he had for the medication he was taking for his Alzheimer's dementia. Well, in fact, it was his wife who had scheduled the appointment since she was the primary caregiver and caretaker of the family in general. Apparently, the patient had been prescribed the usual medications after a diagnosis of dementia, but suffered significant gastrointestinal upset with the medication. Subsequently, he had been put on various other medications, but to no avail. He continuously had the same symptoms and ended up not being able to take any medications at all to the frustration and consternation of the patient's wife. In contrast, one could not tell at all from the patient that anything was wrong. Although he didn't know the date, couldn't tell time, nor draw a clock, or execute a two-step command, notwithstanding not being able to repeat or remember things, he was a joyful, smiling, talkative man who sometimes seemed just to be talking to himself. His wife noted that he'd always been this way, and that despite his apparently growing impairment of his memory, he continued to have a bright and cheerful countenance, to the contrast of his more serious and caring wife. The banter between them was both charming and sad. When asked a question, he'd answered that everything was quote-unquote hunky-dory, and that he was doing well, and eating well, and in general feeling well, as he said, fit as a fiddle. His wife would respond in her soft but firm voice that the patient was losing weight and that he'd often forget why he was at the table at meals and was doing more drinking of coffee and other caffeinated beverages and being awake at night. He'd then chuckle and know that he couldn't remember everything, to which the patient's wife would say, well, that certainly hasn't changed, and on and on. On one thing, however, both were able to relate consistent stories and anecdotes. Mr. J was apparently a fairly well-known studio musician from Michigan, and he and his wife noted that they had lived in different parts of the state, but that he'd often ended up needing to travel to Detroit to play backup or fill in for musicians who were either ill or just didn't show up at all. The stories would begin with Mr. J starting on a tale, for example, about meeting Johnny Cash, then interrupted by his wife, who would continue the story about the experience, and then be interrupted by Mr. J again to continue to articulate the experience in more detail and color in which he was obviously accustomed to providing. He could tell me what belt buckle a given musician was wearing, to the songs he was playing, even the key in which each song was being written in or changing to in various songs and the actual recording. He gave me a quick lesson on the subtleties of the 12-string guitar, how this was being used both in country and heavy beat, early rock and roll, and that he still had his from 50 years ago, one of the first made by Gibson. When I asked Mr. J what other artists he'd played with, Mrs. J quipped, it's easier to tell you who he hasn't played with. Mr. J wasn't shy about telling me some of the bands and people he'd interacted with in his career, diverse artists like Aretha Franklin to Bob Dylan to B.B. King, who Mr. J noted was the finest guitarist who ever plucked the note to the Rolling Stones. 
He'd done country, country western, as distinctly different, he'd say, rock, blues, and folk. I asked him what was his favorite, and in the usual musician sense, he noted, whatever I'm playing at the time. His wife quickly pointed out that he still remembered most, if not all, of the melodies that he'd been exposed to during his long career, and in fact, told me that his repertoire also included some very interesting mandolin and Mexican guitar songs, which he did just for fun. So, despite the fact that he couldn't remember three objects well enough to repeat them at five minutes nor right away, he could still recall that B7 to E chord change in I Walk the Line. You could hear the passion in his voice and see it in his face. You could also see the pride in his wife and the dreamy, far-off look she had when talking about times gone past where the weight of health and memory and insurance and intolerance to medications were at least temporarily assuaged. I let both the patient and his wife reminisce for a few minutes, asking some questions about the types of songs he played now, what types of other things he'd like to listen to, as well as other music-related questions, which could be answered succinctly and with such subtle detail it was breathtaking. Mrs. J noted that the patient continued to play his guitar daily, and even to our clinic visit, wanted to bring his guitar to the appointment. I was actually disappointed that he didn't because I would have loved to hear him play his various pieces, which would cap off one of the most interesting aspects of dementia of the Alzheimer's type, that while Mr. J's recent memory was clearly affected, his remote memory, stored no doubt many times over and deep within his neural network, could still allow him to play his guitar in ways most of us only dream of, and continue to provide he and his wife considerable joy and peace despite the tragedy of his Harvard diagnosis. Although I wanted to keep Mr. J in my clinic, I knew that he'd only come to see me for a second opinion, and thus I only provided him an alternative solution to the medication problem that they had actually articulated, and told them I'd be happy to see them in the future if they needed me to do so. I was touched to say the least that Mr. J noted in response, well, since you've listened to an old man's stories, it'll be with my guitar to which I wholeheartedly agreed. Thank you very much for joining me for Patient Stories. Be happy, be healthy, and find peace.